0: Happy, happy Friday, fresco babies! How are we doing today? I'm doing great. It's honestly been kind of a rough week. Uh, I've looked it up. It might be the full moon, but I'm just really not sure. It's just been a weird week. I don't know. Weather's beautiful today, though. Weather's weather's looking up, let me tell you. Anyways, we've got a great episode this week. This is, of course, our once-a-monthly interdimensional culture corner where, where Wannabe and I discuss... Uh, a piece of pop culture or literary fiction or nonfiction. Last month, we did a short story called Sound of Thunder by Ray Bradbury. This week, we visit one of my favorite films, Midnight in Paris, starring Owen Wilson and Rachel McAdams. Now, if you want to watch the movie, we do spoil it completely. So if you want to watch the movie, it's on Amazon Prime. Anybody can watch it. Pause it right now. Start the podcast back up later. You can hear our thoughts on it. If you don't give a shit at all, which props to you, uh, nothing matters, art is a lie, nothing is real, uh, then you could just listen to the episode, and and we discuss it in pretty layman terms. We don't really go into detail about camera angles you have to see or things you had to watch. We mostly talk about the concept of our perception of time, um, which Midnight in Paris, I think, displays beautifully. It is is a rom-com, I think, technically, but it really digs deep into questions of what is the best era to live in? And is it just, is the now the most important thing? Other than that, word of the day comes back. Good word this week. Good word. We, we riff on that for quite a bit. I'm looking at it now. It's about five minutes. Honestly, longer than it had to be, but it entertains me. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you guys have a great weekend I hope you had a great week if you're listening to this sometime in the future maybe you're my future kid listening to this in like 40 years after I pass away uh, I love you buddy anyways I'm uh, I'm just about out of time getting teary-eyed talking to my uh, my fake kid that doesn't exist yet but I love you buddy and I do your best dad will always love you enjoy this week's episode of fresco Savage live from the interdimensional bedroom. how are we doing? Dude, we're doing fantastic. How are you today?
1: Dude, I'm absolutely fantastic as well. You just, Dude, the
0: weather are... is good today.
1: Yeah, the weather is
0: oh! phenomenal,
1: man. Oh my god.
0: Dude, I had a very interesting moment yesterday. Uh, so my computer sits right next to, I have like a big bay window. Well, you've been to my place. Mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm. like a bay window in my place and all the windows are open because I get a breeze off the park and it's beautiful, right? These birds were like fighting. Uh, like birds live in my at like the, the top of my house, there's like, they re-roofed it, but there's still like, in, like, there's gotta be a little room under there. Cause you can see where like, they re-roofed it like most recently, but then there's like little gaps on the corners where like, I think birds get in there and like live in there like in the winter and stuff. Cause it's probably pretty warm. So like a bunch of birds live on my, on my roof, in my roof. And I can't really hear them. Cause I it's that's way up high like the, it, they're in the attic if anything um and they were fighting and i'm like holy shit, something's going down Something's dramatic yeah. right because all these birds are chirping at each other and like flying around and then like a bunch of them started like like perching on my window screens hmm. and like yelling at each other and i had a very primal moment where i like looked over and i was just like ah to try to get him away I, I was like oh my god i'm like a fucking a monkey would have done the same thing yeah to, like shoot animals away i was just like ah, ah. <laughs> like yeah it was so weird man Bro, it, it was like to- I could, if i i wish i could have recorded it and slowed it down because it probably would have sounded like people fighting because yeah. they're like they're like high-pitched chirp 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 chirp, chirp would have been like what the fuck man what did you-? <laughs> like something definitely happened in birdland what the fuck, dude? You ran into my nest. You ran right into my fucking nest, man. I was working on that for like a month. Dude, I don't know what happened, but there was some bird drama yesterday.
1: Man, that's exciting, dude. I haven't had much drama in my life at all. Pretty much none. Um. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think I've said this on the podcast yet. I'm moving to Colorado Springs. That's the only thing exciting. In, in yep. my life.
0: I knew that because we have a friendship. But right. You've now announced it publicly. And is, it's official. Have you signed a lease?
1: Yeah. I just found out, I just got all the housing stuff figured out last night and I'll be having technically signed the lease, but I've got, got like a background check and everything. And
0: yep. Yep. Um, yep. And which I'm sure it'll be fine. You know?
1: Yeah. And the people seem legit and I'm paying a little bit extra for rent, um, for a fully furnished room. Oh, that's well, nice.
0: You know, are you going to carry your
1: stuff with you then? Or are you going to just sell most of it off? At first I'm going to go down for the first few months. I'll be in a, Months in a first fully furnished room, and then um I'll slowly like get everything down there, and I'll I'll go to another place, little little um less nice of a place, and live there with some roommates.
0: Yeah, man. Oh, so you're gonna be down there for a couple months somewhere else, and then you'll actually.
1: Yeah, I'm actually gonna. It's probably not the best way to go about it, but I'm gonna do two months at like a nicer place um where the yeah, that's gonna is. Set,
0: you're like you're gonna get just settled in and then you're gonna yeah. to go into cockroach alley
1: i know and it's but i'm i'm glad to have the fully furnished room to like get down there and get to know the town i won't have to worry about like getting a bed down there or something like
0: that did you get a job down there
1: i'm gonna work at an ice cream shop
0: oh that's right <laughs> i'm
1: gonna be making ice cream for 16 years fuck
0: hour. yeah man here's the thing live the life you want to live if that means you're gonna work in an ice cream shop so you can live the life you want to live and you can and that works fuck yeah yeah that's where i'm at even though you did go to school for five years (laughs) (laughs) like
1: fuck that screw that dude i went to school to learn not to get a job
0: you were, you went to school to learn about how you didn't want a job with what you went to school with. Absolutely. Actually, no, I think you eventually will return to it.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm I think you're on. just
0: dude, you're a young guy. You're well, why not? Dude, Move I to think Colorado. Why plan? not?
1: I think more I think people are kind of afraid to have this little transition period that I'm gonna do. This like experimental yeah, period. And that's it's cool. And yeah, I just wanna get down there, explore the area and my buddy's already working at the ice cream shop. So he's like, yeah, man, $16 an hour, 20, 20 hours a week, uh, right away. No, no problem. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's do it.
0: Yeah.
1: Fine. Start better than where I started. Um, in the town where I went to college, I started there at Subway and that was. Miserable. Oh
0: yeah. We don't need to talk about yeah, Subway. Subway is the worst, right? Yeah. Well, dude, you watched, so this it's, should we roll tape? Do you want to, you want to hop into it? Let's do it, man. I'm ready. Let's hop into it. Let's get ready for our culture club corner. I'm just going to play the music because I forget what we called it. (laughs) excuse me. Barely saw you there. I was just discussing maritime trade routes through the Indian Ocean and different things that make it stuck in the way because I'm a cultured individual an individual of culture. I'm also drinking a straight liquor beverage called a martini, which for some reason culture has deemed very high class, but it's just straight booze. What do we discuss this week? Oh boy, Midnight in Paris starring Owen Wilson, my friend. So put your fancy pants on, and let's get a bit fancy. Maybe someone can bring finger sandwiches. Enjoy the interdimensional culture corner you whoever's listening you've you've now watched midnight in paris starring Mitch, rachel mcadams owen wilson it's a woody harrelson film sans drama we're not going to talk about that drama woody allen woody it's woody allen <laughs> gotcha. not woody harrelson very different movie so we watched zombie land three this time. <laughs> <laughs> so last
1: night, well, on Drillbit Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Woody uh, Allen film.
0: Woody Allen film. Sorry, fantastic writer. Know. Takes place know. in pairs. We're going to Sans all drama about Woody Allen. Cool, cool. All right. um So, dude, what did you think? I know you texted me and you said this makes you want to smoke cigarettes.
1: Yeah. So, right off the bat, I absolutely loved it. My first thoughts were. Is Owen Wilson the right guy to play this role? Because he's supposed to be like this erudite writer guy. But I guess the point is that he's. What was that word? Erudite. uh, What does that mean? Educated. um,
0: Okay, okay.
1: Kind of maybe a dickish way to say educated, which plays into it. Because I think the reason why Owen Wilson works well in this film is because he's more of an, he's very clearly more of an average Joe type than the other guy. Which makes the other guy look like an absolute dick.
0: The other guy, which is, um, it's not, does she cheat? She cheats on him with, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: What the fuck is his name though? Um, it's like Gil. No, Gil is, is the main character. Is
0: the main, is Owen Wilson.
1: And I want to say... You can tell
0: I studied really hard for this.
1: Yeah, man. Would you mind? Do you have your computer up in front of you? What is the other character's name? The other guy? Whatever his name is. It is something douchey, yeah. Is it just like Phil? It's not Phil, is
0: it? It wouldn't be Gil and Phil in no universe.
1: But is it Ted?
0: It might be Ted.
1: Anyway. Yeah, so Ted from the beginning is an absolute dick. And... You know, you start to feel for Owen Wilson. You're like, oh, man, this guy is great. And he's a dick in the way that he he talks about literature. And he talks about all of his knowledge of art. And he tries to correct the guide at the museum about these facts. Paul. 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 Okay. Paul. Yep. Fuck that guy. Yeah. So, dude, I really loved it. And then.
0: All-Star cast, dude. Adrian Brody, Kathy Bates. Yeah, dude. uh, I mean, Tom Hiddleston. It's a great movie. And
1: who, who plays, Um, who plays, can't think of the last name now, the famous writer, the one that's always drunk, um, Hemingway. Who plays Hemingway?
0: Let me get to the next page because it's he's not a major character. Damn. Corey Stoll.
1: That guy fucking nailed it. I loved anytime Hemingway came up and he's just drunk as shit. Yeah, 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 yeah and ripping darts i really enjoy them and yeah it made me yeah, want to
0: i'm cigarettes to me are very romantic yeah, i mean we talked about this last night it's like no one ever said cigarettes like weren't cool and meant it because yeah. cigarettes are cool you yeah. we have to understand we've probably already said that on this podcast
1: yes they're cool especially how they're doing in this movie they have those like those french things that they stick the cigarettes in those yeah what is that cigarettes? for it's just is so they cool the smoke i think it's so they can smoke the whole thing and not pretty cool yeah dude that's dope as shit and then you got the fitzgeralds who are yep. just known for being i'm so jealous of people who can party like that and and be that good at anything you know
0: yeah i but we have to think were they really partying that much
1: I mean, when I was in ninth grade English class and we read The Great Gatsby, we had a whole thing. We had a whole slideshow about, like, how much they partied and how bad their relationship was.
0: That's a really good thing to show kids. I guess what I mean is um, in a similar way to, like, they, everyone talks about, like, 80s rock stars and their partying.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But
0: in a way, that's, like, kind of the fantasy that they portray because that's like the character they're playing, right? Uh, okay, interesting. So, in a way, I, I feel like through through time, things maybe have been embellished.
1: Oh, okay. Because so like standard for. Cause,
0: yeah, because I think that kind of partying lifestyle is more sad than it is, than it is happy. You know, as someone who drinks a lot, like did drink sure. a lot. Sure. Um, you know,
1: I guess I just meant. I mean, either way, I do think that they were getting drunk a lot we should say like that yeah and there's they were you know and he just wrote the best book ever one of the best books novels ever like and yeah he drunk all the time and that's awesome that's really cool
0: yeah what did you think so for me the most important part of the film is the scene uh we're going to assume people have watched it, but if you haven't essentially Owen Wilson's character is in love with Paris, wishes he can go back to the 1920s um, and and see Paris again, like it was when all these famous artists were living there and he's drunk one night and an old fashioned taxi cab pulls up and takes him back in time. And he meets with Hemingway and all these people um, and then finds out that there are people in the 1920s who wish it was like the 1910s and 1900s. 1890s. 1890s, that's what it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: so to me, that's the most important part of the film is you know we look at the past through rose-colored glasses, but really it's a film about the present moment and appreciating what everything is in the present moment um, while also being a bit of a Mm -hmm. Mm rom-com, which is nice. And I don't mind rom-coms.
1: Yeah, dude, that's what, it was such an, for how deep of a message that is, it was such a lighthearted film and it yeah. was a quick film. It was only, only an hour and a half. And um, I think another standard film length.
0: Did you yeah. Know that?
1: Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I would have thought it's more like... most
0: popular length of film because um humans get stories best in an hour and a half segments. It also ties into our, our like REM sleep cycles are also an hour, hour and a half. Hmm we like are able to retain information that's like a really basic level for us to like retain information in one constant you know
1: super interesting yeah interesting um yeah and so yeah he has that big monologue where he's like oh my gosh because he he goes back to the 20s he falls in love with a woman from the 20s and then he then he kisses her but in the present he's engaged to inza her name is isn't Inez? It, I, Inez, yeah. Inez. Inez, Inez, or yeah, Inez. Inez, yeah. And so it's like... Rich well, white girl
0: name. Yeah, Rich white Inez. girl name.
1: <laughs> it's like, is he cheating if he's cheating on someone? Who's in- dead. Who's dead.
0: <laughs> he's technically dead.
1: Yeah, that's super cool. And then he has this big thing like... Because then Inez... Or, I'm sorry, no, the woman that he meets in the 20s yeah. wants to go back to the 1890s. Yeah. Where, like, some famous... Other famous artists lived or when some you
0: know some other you know cultural like Renaissance period right you
1: know? right yeah man and then as a breakdown it's like I think we we love to believe that the past was better because honestly the present moment is kind of dull and yeah. that that hits like a fucking rock man
0: yeah I mean someone just texted me yesterday and said um, you know that cheesy quote about knowing. Uh, knowing when it's the good old days when you're in the moment rather than looking back and how um, they had, they had wished that um, they had known that like when we, we had done some, we did some tours together back like five years ago. And to me, I don't ever think like that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good at like appreciating the, the moment. Yeah. I'm pretty good at that. It's why I walk so slow. (laughs) (laughs) it's true i i say that as it is a it is a bit of a joke but my whole life i always kind of mosey everywhere because i'm like looking all around and taking it in and you know taking a couple seconds to be curious i enjoy i don't understand speeding we i've talked about this many times in the podcast i don't understand speeding around town to another place you complain about like put on the tunes stop at the stoplights. put the windows down at weather permitting. Like I kind of just take everything as it is. The only thing I don't like doing is working at a place where I'm making more money from somebody else than I'm making myself. Yeah. Um, That's the only time I feel like I'm wasting. Yeah. Um, And even then there's probably opportunities. This is something I just got to get better at. There's probably opportunities in which I can make the most of those moments, even if they're not physically, you know, like making somebody's day. Or, or learning about somebody. I mean, once a week I buy someone their coffee at my coffee shop, nice. like a regular, mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know what? I got it today. Cause it always makes people's day. Yeah. You know, and it's like $3, it's like three, $4, maybe five. If it's something really complex, I can afford that.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. To, let,
0: to let, to make somebody feel appreciated. Yeah. Uh, that's like a nice feeling to do for other people. And it's more, it's probably more about me than them.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: I was, uh, I was watching this, this video about forgiveness and, you know, forgiveness and gratitude are really, really similar Mm -hmm. in that, um, it's more for you doing the forgiving than it is for the other person. Because when you forgive somebody really, really honestly forgive them for something they did it leaves your heart and that's the most important part whether or not they they give a shit is up to them but like being able to remove that from your conscious is is good
1: yeah yeah that is a a really interesting thing to realize i yeah i did have a period in my life where i was super religious specifically very catholic and i do remember those moments how old were you um it was like from from age 13 to 16 I was like really I got pretty deep into Catholicism Mm -hmm. and you know from a young age I feel like I was interested in some of those deeper like philosophical concepts you know and whatever I was struggling with as a 16 year old um I remember one night where I we learned about like forgiveness in, in class and I made a conscious effort to forgive the person who had who had wronged me, um yeah. genuinely forgave them. And I remember it was nighttime, it was like right before I went to bed and I was up because I was thinking about how mad this person had made me. Can't remember yeah. the details. And yeah, when you truly forgive someone, it is such a relief to get that out of your mind, you know? And yeah, every conflict we have to a certain degree is a conflict with ourselves. Yeah. And yeah.
0: A lot. And it it a lot of people and for everybody i guess the way you're kind of operating in the world is not just in the present moment it's like someone cuts you off in traffic maybe it's because they're like grandpa just died and they're stressed out and they got they have work like shit going on and then uh you know they're just not paying attention they're very distracted you know and it's like if you think of you, you almost got to start to think of everybody else as just different versions of yourself that grew up different ways. Absolutely.
1: And That's a fun, I love thinking like that.
0: And so once you get there, you're like, I don't think anybody is intentionally that malicious. There are a few in history. There's been a few <laughs> malicious people yeah, yeah. Um, who, who genuinely wanted to exterminate right. uh, races, people with disabilities, religions, but for the most part and I think especially if depending on how you grow up most people are not malicious. Right. They don't inherently mean not well. They they right. I inherently everyone's just doing the best they can. Right. You know and yeah. it's um I I try to keep that in mind it is uh it's easier said than done for sure. Yeah. You know. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, we slip into mindlessness very quickly.
0: Yeah and we're we're all, we also live in a a culture that is constantly distracting us um to kind of point us in different directions right you know you know how they put a carrot in front of a donkey yeah well we have like 13 to 15 carrots in front of us at any time yeah
1: absolutely and they're
0: not just carrots it's it it a, at any given moment if you look around you especially with cell phones there's like 15 things trying to tug at some kernel emotion of yours or right. primal instinct whether yeah. it be sex food thirst uh <laughs> warmth like at any time like there's so much going on around you
1: yeah and for some people those carrots aren't just additional treats they are things they need to accomplish to survive you know some yeah it's literally trying to it's
0: motivation make, to get to paid to get a little bills, yeah exactly
1: yeah, dude. exactly and that really sucks man and um Maybe There's no could. way
0: out though. We're, we're fucked. The only way to, <laughs> I think I say we're fucked too much. <laughs> um, I think the only way out is down further deeper and then an inevitable reset. Yeah. yeah I don't just- know. I don't know. it. I mean, dude, I was watching like the president speak last night and I'm like, the news was talking about how a majority of people want bigger government. And I'm like, I don't know if I want that. But I, I don't, dude, I don't know. I don't think things are as, I just, we need to be out of this pandemic thing. Yeah. You gotta it, get out of this.
1: Yeah, man. What do you think? It's going to be really interesting because there's never going to be like a single day when everyone's just like, all right, we're good. There's Take never the
0: going to be, I was, I used to think about that moment a lot where we get the notification for it's time to go back to, that's never going to happen. We're never going right. to get CDC propaganda and i say that not saying it's bad but propaganda is definitely they do have propaganda where it's like fancy colorful pictures that are telling you what to do and and like what the best example is that is propaganda and um there's never going to be a time where that goes goes away in one day
1: yeah it's going to be
0: this slow descent back into whatever the new i hate saying the phrase new normal but it that's true like yeah I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what, and now it's like everybody, we need to use this opportunity to, to get closer with the people around us, even though I don't see that happening. We have a very unique opportunity where for the first time in, in like human history that I can remember, the first time in my history that I can remember, um, we all have a similar thing in common that it was a tough time. Mm -hmm. it was really tough we should use that as a way to relate to each other deeper rather than using it as a way to divide us further by how we each individually reacted which is kind of what's going on now
1: yeah and i think i'm kind of fascinated by that the like almost need that humans have to divide into groups and sometimes it's small groups and sometimes it's
0: it's weird though isn't it we We want want, yeah like
1: that I, i i had a thought the other day it's like everything is football because growing up i just i'm not you,
0: laughing i just keep it going
1: no i never understood the intrigue of football since i was a, a very young kid on the playground i always went on the tire swing with my with my friend andrea and at that at that time she was my friend anyway i was always hanging out with the girls on the tire swing and all of the other boys literally all of the other boys were playing football on the concrete I could not figure out the rules of football. I did not understand the intrigue whatsoever. And I just wanted to be on the tire swing with the girls. And growing up, I was like, I don't get it. How can you actually be angry enough to like tackle somebody or run into somebody with your head? And it, but anyway, it's like, it's easier for us. We need one side fighting against the other side. And that's how our brain understands things. And, and like the whole country loves it. I mean, look at how big NFL football is. Like They're damaging their heads. They become murderers
0: yeah that's a that that is a real thing that we're gonna see it come back um I once read this sci fi book as a teenager um where sports even like track and field like sports were so much more regulated because of injury and like what they had found out about like sports to keep like especially youth sports safe that like he was a runner in this book, and the track was rubber, so it was low impact on the knees the uh, like they had to wear equipment to run and there was a scene in the book where like there's some scene where um, he's like a really good runner, but he had never run without equipment before. And he has to like sprint and he's like, there's Mm. a whole monologue about how much faster you can go now that like, he's not concerned with safety. But Mm. um, yeah, man, as humans, I don't know if this is discussed enough uh, as humans, like we're programmed to see differences Mm-hmm. and to and to you know to compartmentalize things mm-hmm. and to see like i I want to tread very lightly, um and I guess I can always delete it, so fuck um sure. uh, we need to under we need to grasp the fact that humans are programmed to see differences and different colors. We yep. are programmed to do that that is a survival instinct that this is different from this when you're looking at a bush the poison berry has purple flowers on it the berry we can eat has red with yellow flowers (laughs) like we are programmed to feel that way right right so then when you get into discussing race and it's just going to be brief because i I understand the irony of two white guys talking about race yeah but there seems to be a push for like see no color is the goal and i don't understand that because to me it's like we should be celebrating all colors and that's so i don't understand this this move towards um like neutralizing everything and dulling it and making everybody gray that doesn't make any sense to me we should be building everybody up the same
1: yeah there has there's been i think the, the the like well if i'm understanding what you're saying there's like the old guy argument that is like, no, I do not see color. I see everyone the same. And then, yeah, like- yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a lame, it's a lame argument.
1: Yeah. But now there has been a push back, um, like typically from liberals that's saying, well, there is actually psycho- psychological evidence that you can't not see color. We yes. see different people as- the- the, the
0: real effective change is going to come from what is your reaction when you see that difference?
1: Exactly. And You're not y-
0: seeing a berry as poison. You're seeing it for, you know, like it, you're not going to see that side. You're going to, you need to be exposed to the good parts of everybody, not the bad.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man.
0: Because there's just this, this thing, I, I mean, like. My dad once saw, and I love my dad, uh, but he can be really dumb. He like saw an Indian guy smoking on TV once. And he's like, yeah, Indian people smoke a lot. That's just a generalization he made.
1: Yeah, right.
0: right. I love him, but like, and he probably, the guy was probably in a movie. He was told to smoke that cigarette, you know, like for the, for the scene. And so like, we need to stop doing that. And like, assuming everybody's the same, just like you wouldn't want to be assumed that you were the same.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think that that's a really interesting conversation about, like, representation in media, you know.
0: Yeah, which I think we're getting better at.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And representation in books, in libraries from a young age, getting it out there, you know. I think that that's one of the most productive things that's come out of uh, this most recent, you know.
0: I think entertainment in general is, like, you need to be consuming other forms of entertainment or yep. like things that wouldn't normally interest you. Like you need to almost put an effort in because it's not gonna yep. spoon feed to you.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, man. I um yeah, I had an African American film course in college and we kind of we dove into this quite a bit and it was really yeah. fun And it's um yeah, it totally it, I mean it it changed me and it made me at least aware of how white my content has been my whole life oh
0: my god right? yeah no no lie i mean think about the 90s it right. was like it was either black or white like there yep. were plenty of um like african-american uh shows but it was like that's for different families than my family yep yep you know yeah except i always watched family matters because it was on tv yeah, dude. family matters would come
1: on at nick at night after
0: see Maybe yeah. And Cosby Show again. We probably shouldn't talk about Cosby you know, Show. Yeah, um, we but, can't talk about it anymore. But it was a huge part of me growing up. Yeah, I I
1: the Cosby Show wasn't on, but George Lopez was on at like seven. I
0: think I'm just a few years older than you, and that's why like Cosby Show was my Nick at Night. You know, from eight thirty to nine thirty, last thing I would watch before bed yeah. every single old, day.
1: That was the George Lopez show, yes. It was right yeah. before bed. That was Dude, a George house. Lopez is so
0: funny because uh my sophomore year of high school, I finally got a TV in my room. Oh, and it was know. a really big deal. Big that is, deal. Yeah, that's a shoot. And show. I would fall asleep on like the weekends, the TV, and I would wake up and it'd be like And it was like, oh, this <laughs> fucking this fucking show. Yeah, with the cowbell in the back. Yeah, yeah, and the the theme music is always so loud. Yeah, yeah. On those shows. Side note: Did you know that Netflix theme music is loud on purpose so you don't fall asleep watching Netflix?
1: I did not know that. That's. Very- have you ever
0: woken up? Are you ever been woken up by title credits?
1: I, I. I guess yeah. I guess I have. Now that I think of it.
0: Yeah. So you know how it has that thing because. It uses yeah. so much of their bandwidth.
1: Yeah. They
0: and so like it. they don't want to waste it on somebody who's sleeping. And so they will make the title credits really loud. So like when you're droning uh, and it like auto plays and then like three episodes in, it'll like play the title credits and they will be splaring loud. And you're like, Ugh! and you wake up and like, turn it up. Dude, that's that's so what they want you to do.
1: That's really interesting. And that's inconvenient for, for me. And that's why I start the show. And during the title, we don't have a remote that controls volume. So I have to get up off the couch to get the volume.
0: I don't have a remote that controls volume either. I do.
1: So during the title credits, it's loud and I try to adjust the volume. And then the show starts and the show is quiet.
0: It's quiet. It's always
1: quiet. Netflix, help me out. I mean, I, I get it though. That is actually. A they're risk. never
0: going to do it. They're never going to
1: do it. It's smart, man. Like they, they do. They, they want to make sure they're not wasting their broadband on sleeping people. I get it.
0: Yeah, I mean, imagine if that was like the norm was, it was like the radio where everything was the same. Like even cable TV is supposed to be the same. Oh, um, okay. That was like a law they passed. Cause remember commercials would blare really loud. It was probably the same thing. Sometimes, yeah. I guess I. I like mean, some commercials would come out be like one eight hundred, and you're like, oh my god, dude, are you tired of back pain? <laughs> Do you wake up in in especially dude i used to have a stand-up bit about this where late night commercials are for late night people and it sounds so obvious but like yeah all the television programming commercials after like two in the morning are for catheters veterans loans um health insurance veteran stuff it's like for sad people who are still awake <laughs> Yeah, and I like and like right. really like uh like all in one food making things they're like oh you put every ingredient in here and then you have an egg sandwich <laughs> and it's for sad lonely people like or like weirdly gold coins like the US dude, Mint has now released 50 special points. Sacagawea gold coins commemorating yes, the dude yeah. <laughs> I remember that
1: vividly man I got hit with those a lot. Who's the fuck were they to- who's, was they buying,
0: coins? Yeah, who's <laughs> buying coins? who's of... buying coins do you ever watch QVC?
1: Uh, no, I never watched. Genesis okay. TV. So it. I
0: didn't have cable. I didn't have cable until even when I had it. That's how I got the TV in my room, by the way, is we didn't have cable until I was like a junior or senior in high school, but I got the TV in my room. Cause I had video games in my room and they're like, well, it's not hooked up to cable. So you can have video games. Nice. Um, but then we ended up getting cable and the TV just stayed baby. It was a mini, it was like a 12 inch oh, white color TV and uh my port my first portal of the world dude is a magnavox and uh they what was i talking about
1: um the commercials the coins
0: oh yeah 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 um infomercials so i loved tv even before we had cable we had 15 channels we had basic cables what they called it so like i would get saturday morning cartoons power rangers that kind of stuff growing up but all the time i would just like want to watch tv and so i would just put on infomercials and i had favorite infomercials that i would watch like uh chef tony and the miracle blade series three was one i've seen a thousand times uh and I would just watch that, and he would cut the tomatoes and the pineapples, and the audience would ooh and ah, and it was like a 30-minute infomercial. I watched a lot oh, of QVC, yeah. and QVC is so funny because these people for 45 minutes are talking about this thing they do not care about, and then they'll take callers, yeah. and they'll be like, so I bought these handbags back, nah, 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 and I just gotta tell you, Greg, it's the bench. They're like, oh, Lori, thanks for calling. We, we love you too. Thank you for support, which you know, like, it's just like moms, like smoking cigarettes, folding laundry, and like just watching QVC and like feeling like they have a relationship with these hosts. Right. You know?
1: Yeah, that's incredibly sad to think about.
0: And then there was me learning how to sell things.
1: A little, what? How old were a you?
0: little chubby seventh grader. A seventh grader obsessed with QVC and infomercials. Yeah. And that I had certain hilarious. infomercials I liked. Oh, yeah, my man. God. That is yeah. hilarious.
1: Holy shit. How
0: old did you think I
1: was? I don't know, dude. I just, I, 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 well, you were talking about being in high school for a bit, but you okay? So well,
0: that's when we got cable. Right, right. That's when we got cable.
1: Dude, that is so funny to think about a little fresco just obsessed with or just like very intrigued by. I
0: in- loved it. Yeah. I, I dude, uh, I watched a lot of those infomercials live the ones that they like there was this one where um it was this like paint that would seal cracks mm. and they like made a boat out of like cardboard and they painted the bottom of the boat oh, with this, yep. this sealer and then they got in the boat and like that kind of shit intrigued the shit out of me.
1: Yeah, I know that shit was interesting. And he, the fucking flex seal guy did that same thing.
0: Flex seal is what it was called, I think. Oh, it was flex. Dude, and they flex oh yeah, been around for that long. It's been around for a long time. And they <laughs> sewed at one point. They sewed the boat, or they sawed the boat in half, and then flex sealed it back together.
1: No way. Come yeah, that's on, dope. that's dope as hell, man.
0: Yeah, that nice. was how it, I grew up. Yeah, watching sails, man.
1: Oh man, that oh god that's so interesting i'm having flashbacks all those like terrible infomercials and they always start they always like oh are you having back pains and you're in the garden and it's a woman in the garden and yeah it's
0: it's, and it's just white people not being able to do simple tasks yeah yes
1: yes and yeah it's always in black and white at the beginning and then when they introduce the product it goes to color and yeah
0: it's the wizard of oz effects yes
1: what a simple fucking like, Simple,
0: but that? effective.
1: But, right, but and it's like people would actually fall for that, you know, not realize yep. it. There were sunglasses commercials, too, where it'd be gray, and then... Yeah, and then dude, you
0: like, put the sunglasses on, the and it's, sunglasses. like, vibrant. Yeah,
1: dude, the, like, it would show the sunglasses going yep. over the, the H the,
0: It was the... though I know those glasses, dude. It's, oh. it's like, the, uh, the HD TAC visors for, like, sunlight. Yeah. And they also sell... They also had the visor version, too, that you could put in your car. Uh, the um the big the sun awning that could keep your deck forty up to forty degrees cooler um, oh, with yes, with revolutionary military tech everything was revolutionary oh. military technology that had been yes. finally given to the public um, shark vacuums vacuum ones are good the uh giant ladder uh that was a big one the, a ladder you could fold across you could fold you could have a la- a step ladder and then break it halfway and put it on something else so you could walk across it.
1: No. Yeah. You're kidding me.
0: Dude, I'll send you a video of... (laughs) Fuck you. I'll send you a video. There's a guy who fell on air on QVC walking across the ladder. I'll I'll send you a video. Oh. It's really good. And then also... um, there was lots of weird guys who sold knives on QVC. have you seen that fail no oh man this guy is testing the durability of a knife Uh and he's like banging on a wood counter and it fucking snaps and like flies back and it hits him in like the inner venus like your inner elbow yeah and um dude and he's like, oh, oh, and he's like holding it, and blood's coming out, and his, he like falls over, and it's like a, his really nerdy assistant comes out, and he's like, um, we're, we're having some difficulties. Uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs> it's so funny, dude.
1: Oh my god, man. Dude,
0: QV, just look up QVC fails sometimes. They're I... so good. Dude, like, that's... there's one where this person's on a 50-foot ladder. Last one. This guy's on a 50-foot ladder in the background. They're talking about this um this paint, or it was the ladder, but he's like up high. We're talking 10 feet, and the and it's in the background, it's in the it's in the background image. And the guy's just talking about the ladder, they're trying to sell the paint or whatever. And then the guy in the background who's just mimicking painting just fucking falls off the ladder on air, and they're like, Oh, and uh, we're gonna make sure Dan's okay. And it's so good, dude. I love that stuff. That's why you watch QVC is because you see all these little hiccups. Yeah. that you only see if you're watching, you know, for 8 hours at a time.
1: And they're straight up improvising the whole time or like not because straight-
0: these because they they have a script but like they just yeah. keep going back to the product and talk about and they're like and look at the stitching right here and look, look at this beautiful fabric. This fabric is the high class fabric from from this place and this place stitched by hand and they just keep going back to it and back to it. It's so funny cuz in their mind no one's watching for 40 Minutes to an hour. I uh, think people are tuning in and out like channel surfing. Yeah. Maybe something will catch their eye. So they're constantly going back to the specs. So
1: if you watch for four hours, you, you get read.
0: a lot of nuance. Dude, you get a lot of nuance, yeah.
1: That just reminds me of the scene in Napoleon Dynamite where he's trying he tries to sell the Tupperware and then he runs it over with his car and it just smashes. Oh my yeah. <laughs> what an incredible movie. Oh
0: yeah. Well, Today has felt like it's just blasted by, buddy. Dude, what the fuck? It's already,
1: oh my god, it's already time.
0: Word of the Day is brought to us by Webster's Interdimensional Dictionary. We're still here. This is a long bit. The word of the day is blamestorming. By the way, I'm using Urban Dictionary this week. I thought we may maybe mix it up with an Urban Dictionary definition.
1: I love it. I love it.
0: Word of the day, blamestorming collectively or individually finding someone or something to blame for a problem as opposed to brainstorming, which connotes finding solutions to a problem.
1: I love that, man.
0: Yeah. I really love that. That is so human. That is so, you'd be like, be like, it would have been better today, but you know, the fucking weather's off.
1: Oh, the Uh, fucking, I slept all, all off last night and I'll just not get anything done today.
0: Yeah, I just love I it's just like there's always a reason. There's always a reason something isn't what you expected it to be, and we're always trying to find that reason. People spend a lot of effort trying to find a reason something was not what they expected. Yeah. Because people feel uncomfortable living in a world that is inherently chaotic and random. And bad things and good things happen yeah. chaotically. Yeah. So they're always like, "Well, you know, it was a slow month last month, and that's why, that's why it's really slow right now." <laughs> that's
1: so the amount of times I've heard that sentence, dude. At all. Oh well, you God. know,
0: it's been really slow. You know, it's right after Christmas, so like people oh. have kind of spent a lot of money for the last couple months, so well, it's just really day, slow right now.
1: <laughs> Labor Day is next week, so yeah, yeah,
0: right. Don't get too carried away. You know what else I hear all the time? Maybe it's just because we live in a um, an area that is like really prevalent with farming mm. oh, you know what we need the rain like anytime it's rain people go you know we could use this rain you know you i know we we could use this rain I, ho- I hope it rains for a long time people always and then you get too much rain they're like oh and let's stop raining
1: oh my god yeah dude that is that is really funny
0: oh we need the rain oh thank goodness oh this we i needed
1: this. really needed this rain i love a good rainy day
0: I do love a good rainy day, though. That's No, it is true. But yeah, Do you know like, what I love about a rainy day? Same thing as a snow day. Low expectations. Yeah. Just stay dry.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Well, I was going to go to the grocery store, but it is really but? coming down to, out there.
0: Pitter-patter. You know, what are you going to do? I mean, we just ha- we had such a dry February. I'm just glad <laughs> it's finally coming down. We could use the rain. The, the snow melt was, you know, it got so hot that first yeah. week of March that all the snow melted in one week and none of it was able to soak into the ground. Our, our ground soak was so low this year. We really need that rain.
1: Yeah. This is going to, this is going to do wonders for my lawn. <laughs> all right, dude.
0: All right, man. I think it's time. I think it's time we call it. I, this has been a great episode.
1: I can't believe that yeah. I, I flew by Jesus.
0: Hey, we did it baby. And I had <laughs> a good attitude the whole time.
1: That's right, man. Peace out. See you next All right.
0: Week. Love you, buddy. Roll tape.
1: Run it.